0: The Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders,
1: innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them. I mean, I I kind of want to bring this back to the the sort of the well-being, mindfulness side, but just before we do, I'm going to say that you genuinely made me laugh out loud today because I went on. Uh, and you'd, you'd obviously booked a, a slot with me to come on and do this. And you in the sections right in your bio. And I'm just going to recite one thing he put because it genuinely made out loud. A keen advocate of self love, I'll happily discuss why wanking for well being is totally okay, but being wanky about well being is not. I've not <laughs> I've not heard it phrased that way before because I know kind of your tagline is well being without the wank. Um, so I just wonder if you could spend a moment just giving us your. Definition or your take on what well-being is and sort of the idea behind well-being without the wank?
0: Well, for, for me, well-being is about being physically and mentally well, looking after yourself, putting yourself first and looking after number one. Because if you don't look after yourself, how can you service other people? It can be very difficult if you're a parent or if you've got a busy job. And I I completely understand, you know, I don't get a lot of time away from my children. And I know that there are times when I really struggle to factor in time. But for me, it's about making sure that you are putting your well-being first, because if you don't, then there's no way that you can function. When I first started learning about meditation, there was a lot of very woo-woo stuff. Lots of very, very spiritual kind of people that would talk about surfing to a higher plane and getting in contact with the chakras and all the stuff about crystals. And I find that really fucking scary. <laughs> you know, there's like, so, and, and there are people that say that you, <laughs> that meditation doesn't count if you're not meditating for at least 50 minutes at a time. And well, fuck that. Who, who, <laughs> how many people have got 50 minutes every day to meditate? Some people have. A lot of people don't. And it's about bringing it to a level wheres not where it isn't so scary for people. Um, I, I did post a question um, in one of the groups that I'm active in. And I asked, what is self-love to you? No, no judgment. I just wanted to know how everybody else thought about self-love. And obviously, for some people, it's a spa day. For some people, it's sitting down and having a cup of tea on their own in silence with no interruption. Um, it could be having your nails done having your hair done going for a beard trim it could be all of those kind of things that feel like you're being pampered or it could be sitting and meditating for five minutes it could be sitting and meditating for an entire day it is entirely up to you but there was one person that commented that oh none of this superficial nonsense of Getting your hair done and going for a spa day. It's about, and it was like it was a proper wanky woo-woo kind of response of self-care or self-love doesn't count unless you're meditating for more than 50 minutes and con you know, getting in contact with your chakras and surfing to a higher plane and speaking to the universe. Well, no, fuck that. It's not that's not for everybody. Meditation and mindfulness is about teaching yourself to be present in the very moment that you are in not thinking about 10 minutes time or 10 years time not thinking about 10 minutes ago or 10 years ago just being in the now and training your brain not to go off on tangents and set you into a worried frenzy of oh shit I've only got five followers on Facebook how am I ever growing, going to grow my business well you've got five followers it will grow
1: um I have to say, I've had quite a few people on this season uh, around about the same mindset and mindfulness and that kind of stuff. And, and us driving instructors are quite a straight-laced bunch at times. And I think the way you've just described it is a way that's going to sit in with most of us quite nicely. Um, but I want to touch back on... You, you've spoken about what is self-love. Um, so I think before I open up, I'd just interest interested to know, what, what's your idea of self-love? What works for you?
0: For me, it's just... It's simply taking care of your needs knowing what it is that fulfills you knowing what it is that makes you feel safe knowing what it is that makes you feel fulfilled and it can be anything it doesn't it could be as simple as sitting on the sofa and having time with your family. It could be having a fucking spa day. It could be having a spa week. It can be sitting and meditating for five minutes. It can be anything. But it's knowing yourself well enough to know how you need to take care of yourself. That's self-love
1: for do me. F- do you find that like for you then it changes almost from day to day to what you need to each day?
0: Definitely. But earlier in the week, because I lost my mum earlier this year, she was the one person that I could rely on to always be there. We had a chat every other day on the phone. We saw each other at least one day every week. And it's been a massive gap in my life since she went. And um, this week, the grief has really hit me hard. And it was just, I drove past the, the car that took her away from her home. Um, and transferred her to the to the mortuary and um, it just set off this real sadness in me because there were so many things that you know we had planned so many things that we thought that we would do before she died she'd just gone through six months of cancer treatment and cancer therapy and was thinking of going back to work and she just passed away um and all of this week I've had to really listen to myself and allow myself to feel whatever I'm feeling and just let my thoughts and feelings do what they need to so I've allowed myself that time I've given myself the permission and I've loved myself enough to know that yeah it feels shit this week but it's going to get better.
1: So I mean like you've said there you've you give yourself permission. I think that's a brilliant phrase because that's something that, that I struggle with. I'm sure a lot of people struggle with where you you feel like, for example, this week um, I, I had a day where I was struggling and I knocked a couple of lessons on the head and I kept, come home early. And the idea was, I'm come home early, and I'm just going to sit. And like you said, I, I could tell what I needed. It was not to do much. I didn't know what I needed to do, but I couldn't engage my brain. But then as soon as I'd stopped, the guilt kicked in that guilt of right well you've let students down you know you're almost letting my family down because now i'm not earning money you know there's that side of it so i suppose a double barrel question there in that is that something you'd experienced and how or what advice would you give to people getting over that because i'm sure it's not i'm not alone in thinking that
0: we all beat ourselves up we always think you know we're letting so-and-so down we're letting so-and-so down one thing you have to consider as well is If you don't do what you need to do, you're letting yourself down. And by letting yourself down, you're letting everybody else down around you because you really do need to make sure you're putting yourself first. If you'd have done those lessons, would you have been on your top film? Would you have come away from those lessons thinking, yeah, I served those people well today? Probably not. So you will have a better lesson with them next time you have a lesson, knowing that you've given yourself the time to just do what you need to do.